0: On Friday, uh, Rodney Stafford and his family are trekking their way to Parliament Hill. And hopefully they'll be supported by thousands of others protesting the transfer of his daughter's killer, Terry Lynn McClintock. And I think like you, probably most of us had hoped that this protest wouldn't need to be had because maybe we would have heard something from the government on this. But the issue has gone quiet, which is exactly, I think, what the Trudeau government wanted. They don't really want to have to deal with this. but. The timing of this is perfect because it takes place just days after another inmate escapes from a similar healing lodge also located in Saskatchewan just this past weekend. And today the Conservatives also announced that uh, they're pushing a motion asking the House of Commons let a committee amend an unrelated bill that would include a ban on transferring people convicted of killing children to healing lodges. So right now... The Trudeau liberals are overhauling solitary confinement, and the conservatives want them to add this in. Will they? I don't know. But the point is, change can be made. The question is, will the government do it? Rodney Stafford joins me now on this. Hi, Rodney. Hi, Alex. Other than exhaustion um, on this very personal issue uh, for you, did you expect by now, were you hoping that you would have heard something?
1: Um I would have liked to. Um I yeah, I would definitely definitely have liked to by now, but yeah, nothing yet.
0: I mean, you you sat down, you had a few minutes with the prime minister where you were actually able to speak with him father to father. Did you come out of that meeting thinking, okay, maybe I won't have to have that November 2nd gathering because maybe he will have heard me?
1: Um I'm not, I'm not sure. I honestly didn't know really how to read that because it, it, there was really no politics involved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was just basically a sit-down, meet-and-greet, more or less. There 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 was not, no talk of really any anything that was going on, only because I, I, I wanted to sit back and see it for myself.
0: And so you've had a couple of weeks. I mean, you, you saw the outpouring of support across this country. It was... It was huge the amount of support that that you got. Um, where has your journey taken you from the time that the story broke to what you've had to build, which really is a very personal journey for you?
1: Um it's it's taken a lot. Um so yeah, the the journey, like it's it's been a rough go right from beginning till now. Um everything's like a giant roller coaster. You you think you're in a smooth sail and then all of a sudden you're hit by a couple of curves and bends and twists and you just kind of have to go with it. And the only thing I, I've been doing is using the negativity part of what happened to Victoria to make it safer for everybody else.
0: And do you feel positive, optimistic anyway that that change will come?
1: With the amount of support that's continually growing, I really hope so. Because I'm not the only one who's mad.
0: No, what have you been hearing from people? What what kinds of messages have you been sent?
1: Uh, I've been given messages of symp- sympathy. Uh, people saying they wish they'd go, but they're organizing stuff in their own towns. Um, I've had messages from other victims who are suffering similar circumstances. Not to do with the healing lodge, just the mm-hmm. loss of a child and how, how it was how it was done, but lowered security and everything else.
0: Yeah, because certainly after we heard about Terry Lynn McClintock, then we started hearing stories about Elizabeth Wettlaufer. Then we heard, you know, uh, we covered stories with Paul Bernardo going through the appeal or the uh, parole process where the families again have to show up. It's been since that day we heard about Terry Lynn McClintock. I don't know if it's just the timing, but headline after headline after headline of those left behind whose lives are shattered having to fight for justice
1: yeah and they could very well be going through what i'm i'm going through right now down the road but why do they need to have to suffer anymore like we need to make this change
0: so on friday what is it that you're expecting because you've you've essentially had to do this yourself this is spearheaded by you and your family have you had support from the community building this
1: oh oh great great support from the community Um, The the municipality of Woodstock, there's uh, a few people, I think there's five different women, they've organized a rally in Woodstock the following day on November 3rd at the Mm. courthouse, starting at 11 a.m., probably run until about 2, just so Woodstock can come together and show their support. And it's great, it feels great to know that I have the same support I had nearly 10 years ago.
0: What are you expecting Friday? I mean, as far you're leaving, obviously, a Thursday to get there, but how how is this going to work with people getting to Parliament Hill?
1: Um, how so? Like, Have you I'm arranged just... buses? Are
0: there groups? I well, mean, how many did... people are you expecting?
1: Oh, I honestly couldn't tell you the amount of people I'm expecting because I'm getting messages from all over that people are coming. Um, I know for a fact that there is one bus leaving from... There originally was supposed to be more buses, but just not enough interest in seats so we had to narrow it down to one bus um, leaving from London making stops along the way to Ottawa um, which we pretty much designated Team Tory.
0: And do you expect to have any more meetings with either Mr. Goodale or the Prime Minister? What are you expecting on Friday as far as communication?
1: I have no expectations whatsoever. Um, This is just to go out and be heard, and if conversations should follow, then I hope they do.
0: I have to be honest. I'm a little surprised that you've had no... I mean, and maybe you have any communication either with anyone within corrections or anybody within the government to update you. Have you not heard anything?
1: I haven't. Not not whatsoever. Not since, like... uh, Basically, I know nothing different than you guys know. I I can tell you that much.
0: That's pretty sad. Given the amount of media attention, given the amount of attention to this particular case and story, that no one would reach out to you to communicate anything is is a bit surprising, disappointing.
1: It is very disappointing. Considering the amount of struggles I'm still going through in my personal life to try to... Do this mm-hmm. and stand up for my daughter and i i won't i'll never give up
0: it's taken a toll
1: oh yeah for sure it has
0: you know i know this is very personal for you i mean it's it's it is your daughter's legacy um it's personal to you but i have to think it's exhausting
1: it's very exhausting but to know the outcome the possible possibility of the outcome it's well worth fighting for knowing it's not just about myself and my family anymore it's it's about our whole country
0: and if you don't get the results that you want on Friday or if nothing comes out of this do you do you plan to continue this fight I mean we are in a we are in an election year and while it shouldn't be political it really shouldn't it is political because that that's sadly the nature of, of if you want change it has to become political but will you take this fight further
1: no, oh, definitely. I, I, it won't end this Saturday.
0: Where does it go from there?
1: We'll have to see. I, I can't, I can't tell you that right now.
0: You're just one, one foot ahead of the other right now.
1: Basically, because as I said, I, I know nothing different than you guys do. So, like, I can't make a judgment call any better than any anybody else can right now.
0: There's a a big takeaway from here, not just have we learned, um, you know, that those who are accused of the worst of the crimes don't necessarily pay the worst of penalties. But I think what's become very obvious is this lack of support for victims of violent crime, whether it's your family, whether it is um, the families of the French and Mahaffey, whether it's the families of those young people killed out in Alberta. Of all the parents I have spoken to time and time again in the last month, the overwhelming theme is you're on your own
1: you basically are it kind of seems that way you get a letter every now and then saying hey they were out for a day pass so they're going for a day pass to seek treatment outside of the facility why that's why they have infirmaries bring the people to them they're supposed to be in there for a reason
0: what can people do um, if they can't make it to Ottawa but what can they do uh, to show support on friday if they want to send a message to ottawa what, what would you like people to do
1: uh, uh, we've got a couple different things we're asking of people um they, there's different towns having different gatherings check into it mm-hmm. um we're asking people to possibly please wear purple just for the day just to show your support if you can't make it or whatever you can do show your support
0: it's a small thing, but it means a lot. Well, uh, we, will be, we will be having a, and, and giving a full coverage of this uh, event, uh, Rodney, and I certainly hope people get out to support it. But uh, I appreciate you joining me, and um, we'll see where this takes us. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, Rodney. That is Rodney Stafford. Uh, look, it's a hell of a thing to do, not just to be fighting for your child's justice, but then to have to organize something like this, which, frankly, he shouldn't have to do again. If there were proper supports in for the victims of these violent crimes, and if the system actually worked, he wouldn't have to organize a protest in Ottawa. And I I get it. Not everyone's going to be able to go because everyone's got jobs and they're busy. But call your MP. Call your MP if you can't go. Send a message that way. Wear your purple. Send your hashtag. Take a picture. Put it on social media. Make sure you loop in the PMO. There are things you can do, um, and as Rodney had said, they will be having events in smaller communities, but on thir- certainly on the 3rd of November in Woodstock at the courthouse, where we sat and listened to Terry Lynn McClintock detail what she did to that child, you can attend a rally of support there for the family. Because Rodney Stafford has made it clear, certainly to me, that this is his fight for his daughter. This is her legacy, but it's not just about her. He's fighting for every victim of violent crime and every child or person who has been taken by violent crime, and that's what they do. I've met so many of these people in my time reporting whose lives are ripped apart by crime, and they don't just sit back. They stand up and they try to make it right, and it ain't easy. So that will be Friday. We will have full coverage of the protest on Parliament Hill. And I do hope people can go or at least show their support in some way. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.